You're listening to Let's Stay Together, a podcast about Fruits Basket by Natsuki Takaya. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're talking about chapter 56 and 57 of Fruits Basket, which is exciting. Mm. I'm excited. Because <laughs> Mayuko. We get to learn more about Mayuko. And Mayuko's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> <laughs> and this is one of my favorite, I don't know, like little arcs, I think. <laughs> uh, we're going to do our summary and our discussion and then spoiler discussion as we always do. <laughs> I don't have any announcements except that we announced last time that um, we're doing our mid-season kind of summary, mid-series, yeah, mid-series special episode at the end of October. If you have questions and stuff, you should send them in for that. That's all I have to say about mm-hmm. that. We open with um, the narration. If there was some way to bring back the happiness of those two, I'm sure I would have gone to find it. And it's also overlaid over the scene a scene that we're going to see later of Mayuko and Kano together so we cut away <laughs> we take a, we're taking a break this time from our beach house vacation mm-hmm. to a bookstore which is also a great place to spend a vacation mm-hmm. in my opinion frankly but um <laughs> I spend my summer vacation at the library in a book <laughs> I mean that's where reference. you would have found me <laughs> say what it's an avatar reference it's an avatar reference <laughs> Should, and for our Avatar podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I would have spent my summer in the library happily as a child. It was hot. Listen, yeah, That's when you did your summer reading program and you got, like, cool water bottles and stuff. Yeah, or whatever. Stickers yeah. and shit. Well, my coworkers <laughs> talk about how, like, her kids get, like, tickets to, like, Six Flags for completing what? summer reading stuff. And they're like, man, all I got was, wow. like, a water bottle. What the heck? I mean, don't you just... If you're a parent, don't you just have to, like, stamp it and, like... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting that's very that's exciting good for them i hope they read a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> stay in school everyone i mean <laughs> yeah read and maybe anyway six flags <laughs> it's definitely good for your brain <laughs> um so we open in the store in a bookstore it turns out that it's great teacher maiko family's bookstore and shigure is there visiting of course mm-hmm. because where else would you find shigure other than at his house or the main house probably a bookstore mm-hmm. He asks why Mayuko's tending to the shop. He says that, that tending to the shop is better than being a teacher, especially being surrounded by old books. And she's like, well, you can work the shop for mm-hmm. me. Um, but it turns out that her father is in the hospital with an quote-unquote aggravated summer cold, and her mother is taking care of him. So, of course, Mayuko is tending the store as their only child. She also says that in reality, they could close the store. It's run as a half as a hobby. And Shigure says as a regular customer, that would be a problem for me. She's like, what do you mean, regular customer? You're my, just my pathetic ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Shigure says, isn't it romantic that we keep meeting like this even after we've broken up? And she's like, there's no romance or crap between us. <laughs> so Shigure is being his usual self. Maiko thinks, is this what they mean by a codependent relationship? Whatever it is, I can't seem to get him out of, get him out of my life. When I go to school, there are still Soma kids. It's been more than two years since that day. Two years, huh? She thinks. She imagines the same scene that we just saw, so the one that was like overlaid before of her and Kana. She narrates, much more time has passed since I met him. Then we go back to the past. We see Kana and Hattori and Mayako meeting, like Mayako's meeting Hattori for the first time. Kana introduces them. She says, this is Mayako Shiraki-san. She's my best friend. I talk to her all the time. Mayu, she says, this is Hattori-san. I work as an assistant. Mayako narrates that neither of them said anything, but she had a feeling that right away that they were together. I could just tell right away. But I'm so stupid. Why did I think that I liked him? And of course we see um, a view of Hattori. It might sound romantic to call love at first sight, she thinks. And then we see another scene later of Kana asking 
um, if she can tell Mayuko about her family's bookstore, because it has the kind of old books that Atori likes. Mayuko thinks, but it was still the illicit love of my best friend's boyfriend. Every time Kana smiled at me not knowing, my heart burned with guilt. We cut to later where Hattori is in the bookstore, said bookstore. He asked if it's if Kana was being unreasonable to kind of introduce the bookstore to him, and Mayuko's like, of course not. And then she thinks, I mean, I didn't keep gum alone. Mayu, he says, I'll choose a book on my own. You don't have to stay here. She says, that's bold of you to call me that. And he says, oh, excuse me. Kana always calls you that, so I guess it rubbed off. She talks about you often. You must be good friends. She trusts you. Of course, he says, rubbing salt in the wound. <laughs> That's because we're friends, Maiko says. Ever since we met in college, we're still good friends now, even after graduating. It's strange. When I'm with Kana, I start to feel like I can be nicer, too. She smiles when she's happy, and she cries when she's sad. She's carefree and cheerful. And then we see a scene of Maiko and Kana together. Maiko thinks, I wish I could have been like that. She's exactly what I admire in a person. You're right, Hattori says, and he smiles. I think I understand. Mayuko looks down um there's like a little pen at the top right of the page the next page where she's like kind of looking down with chagrin almost and it's very dark Mayuko asks about Hattori's friends Shigure and Ayame right best friends he says is that what they are <laughs> Mayuko's like don't ask me Mayuko thinks I liked how his smiles would fall like a single drop of rain his voice his eyes his shape his existence I love them all even though my feelings would never reach him even though it was useless, no matter how much I thought about him, I wish I could have forgotten all about him. Despite that, I met Shigure and Ayakun and learned more about him, she narrates. And then we see a scene of them all drinking together with Kana, which is adorable <laughs> and hilarious. I really am stupid, she says. And then we see a scene of Mayuko like gardening outside and Shigure is there. Shigure says Kana-chan said that she wants to go drinking together again. Yeah, she was saying that, Mayuko says. Those two... Maiko asks, they're going out, aren't they? I wonder why they don't just say so. And Shigure, who's holding a book over his shoulder in his classic way, <laughs> says there are times when it's safer not knowing. Sort of mysteriously, of course. <laughs> it's just like how it's peaceful that Kanachan doesn't know about your secret crush, he says, and Maiko looks shocked. She wonders how he knows, and she he says, oh, I seem to be sensitive to these things. You should just take him, Hattori says, and Maiko's like, stop joking around, or no match for Kana. She closes her eyes and thinks, I admire her because I'm no match for her. She imagines Hattori and Kana together, and out loud she says, I'd rather see the two of them happy, to a point where I know I have no, I don't have a chance. I want them to go to a place I can't reach. <laughs> That's wise of you, Shigure says. Okay, why not go out with me then? And she's like, huh? And what makes you think I'd consider that? She asks. Because you seem lonely, Hattori says. I mean, sorry. Because you seem lonely, <laughs> Shigure says. You're at a point where you don't care who it is as long as they're with you, right? And I've been bored, so I'll go out with you, he says, wearing his, like, scary Shigure face <laughs> that he only wears with Akito. We see Mayuko uh, talking to Atori and Kano later. She narrates, their looks on their faces as if they were at a loss for words were a little amusing. <laughs> and she thinks, I feel the same way in the little scene, a little, like, chippy scene of them. <laughs> it's almost impossible to find words to describe a man like Shigure. He's like a ripple on the water. He never kissed me or held me. He was just with me. Um, we see a scene of Shigure and Mayuko reading together. Mayuko looks out of a window and sees Kana and Hattori walking together. And she looks kind of like longingly out at them out the window. She grabs Shigure's sleeve and he's like, what? While he flips a page. Nothing, she says. We see a scene later of uh, Mayuko and Kana together. It looks like it's like winter. They're wearing coats and jackets. Mayu, are things going well with Shigure? Kana asks. 
And Mayu's like, where did that come from? Because you worry so much about others, Mayu, sometimes I forget. Th- sometimes you forget to take care of yourself. I'm worried about whether you're truly happy or not. Mayako smiles and says, I see. So Shigure hasn't won you over yet, Kana. And she's like, ah, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Mayako thinks, thank you, I'm alright. That's why, Kana, you should be happy. Be happy. We see a scene of Kana smiling. And then we take a hard left into the dark part of this chapter where the background kind of shows the same like snowy texture that we saw in the um, chapter with Atori. Of course, we know what happened to Atori before, between Atori and Kana before. Mayako walks into her room and sees Kana um, sitting in a bed. Her eyes are kind of dark and glazed over, just like we've seen several other characters in this series before when they're at their kind of lowest low points. Mm-hmm. She has a sweater draped around her shoulders. Ah, uh, it's Mayu. You came to see me, Kana says. I'm sorry. It's been so long since we've seen each other. I must look like such a mess. And Mayuko, as she walks over, says, aren't we close enough that we don't that you don't need to worry about that? But it really has been a long time. I hadn't heard anything, so I started to worry. Today I had Shigeru help sneak me in. Kana looks down, and Mayuko kneels beside her. Have you seen Hattori? Kana asks. Eh, no, I haven't seen him, Mayuko says. Hattori, Hattori, you know, Kana starts to say. He hurt his eye. It, it was because of me. Kana, Mayuko says. And Kana continues as she, like, becomes more and more hysterical and reaches up to Mayuko. What should I do? What can I do? It, it can't be fixed. It's all my fault. I was right there, but he, but he got hurt so badly. I couldn't protect him, she says, and she cries. I couldn't protect him. She reaches up, and Mayuko holds her. Mayuko leaves the room, and she meets with Shigure outside. See, I told you it would be better not to, not to see her, didn't I? Shigure asks. Mayuko doesn't say anything. Are you going to see Hattori? Shigure asks, and Mayuko simply shakes her head. Mayuko narrates, the reason that led up to this, none of that mattered. It was broken. It was all over. Just like that, their happiness was broken. That that couldn't be changed. We cut to a bit later. Mayuko and Kana talk outside. Staying in bed for so long, I must have worried you too, Mayu, Kana says. I'm alright now. Are you sure? Mayuko asks. Your cheeks are still sunken. Kana laughs and says, of course Atori-san says that for now I still need to recuperate. And Mayuko, of course, looks taken aback at how she called him Atori-san instead of Hatori. So I think I'll need to go back to my mother's family and rest. You really have forgotten everything, haven't you? Mayuko says. Huh? Kana says. Mayuko says nothing. It's nothing. And kind of um, looks down. I did get Shiguri to tell me about one thing. Memory suppression. Uh, Mayuko narrates. How must he have felt when he erased Kana's memories? Kana also asks in this conversation if she broke, if Mayuko broke up with Shiguri. And she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> like as if it's not a big deal. <laughs> To be honest, that's a bit of relief. Of a bit of a relief, Kana says. I had a feeling that Shigeru-san was somehow cold to you, Mayu. And Maiko thinks, yeah, he was a bit of a jellyfish. For you, Mayu, I really think that the right kind of guy for you would be someone like a Tori-san. Kana says, looking super cheerful and bubbly about it. Yeah, you two might be really good together. You'd be better for him, Kana. Maiko says. Kana laughs a super cheerful laugh, and she's like, "Not, no, no, not me. I do admire him, but we wouldn't fit together at all." Be happy, Maiko thinks. Be happy, and she remembers. Kana and Hattori together, Kana smiling and meeting Hattori. Kana looks over at her, and Maiko's crying. Kana asks what's wrong, and Maiko's narration continues. Sadness? Those are not the feelings one hopes to have when falling in love. But from that day, I never wanted to forget the memory of those two and the happiness they almost shared. And we see a scene of Hattori and Kana together. You know, Mayu, Shigure says, you're the only one who's still holding on to those memories even more than two years later. In the present, in the bookstore, back in the bookstore. 
Michael asks what he means, and he says, The fact that you haven't seen Tori once since then is adequate proof. Your sense of duty to your friend is admirable. But don't you think that it's time that you stop admonishing yourself? Kanatan is married, and Tori has a girlfriend. No way, Mayuko says. And Shikari's like, way. <laughs> Shikari says that he hasn't spoken with her directly, but she's another member of the Soma, Soma family. Her name, he's like, I think her name was Satsuki-san. I guess she resembles Kanachan a little. Maiko's like, I see. She thinks, I see. He, even he eventually moved on. I see. So you must be thinking of how stupid you're being, Shigure says. The two of them found their own happiness. Doesn't that make you feel lonely? And you're still all alone with your unspoken feelings toward Tori to left to keep you company. If you like, I'll go out with you again, Shigure says, smiling. And Maiko's like, I'm fine. I must humbly decline. <laughs> Thanks anyway. You're so cold, Shigure says, and she's like, look who's talking. Do you even have feelings of your own? I won't go out with someone just because I'm lonely, she says, ever again. Because I know, she thinks, that that loneliness will only increase. That's what I'm saying is stupid about you, Shigure says. I believed you ever bored and didn't I? Maiko asks, and he's like, true, true. I'm not saying that stupid women are without their uses. You know, Mayu, I really did like you for who you are, he says, as he takes off. <laughs> Thanks, I think, she thinks. Maiko looks down and thinks the two of them found their own happiness. Maybe I should go find my own happiness. I wonder if I can find it this time. Maybe this time I can find love without loneliness. And as she thinks this, she looks up and Hattori walks into the, the shop. Dun dun dun. Walking through the outdoor. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same door. The door is the indoor and the outdoor. <laughs> Do you think Hattori would wear a raspberry today? <laughs> If it was cold, you wouldn't wear much more. <laughs> <laughs> warm. He's cold. He's cold like yes. snow. <laughs> he needs one of those hats that cover his ears. <laughs> at least he doesn't like turn into a seahorse at the drop of a hat like like a guy does. Because he's a snake. Yes, exactly. <laughs> The next chapter opens exactly where we left off, with a Tori walking in through the outdoor <laughs> to Maiko's family's bookstore. It's been a long time, hasn't it? He says. Two years, she says, and she remembers the time that she first met him again. No, he corrects her. It's been more than two years, hasn't it? Maiko looks surprised. It hasn't changed, this shop, and neither have you, he says, and he starts... Uh, he, I don't know. She remembers the time. One of them remember the time. The memory is shown of them. <laughs> Him walking around the store the first time. It's a shared memory. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it's ambiguous, that's for sure. Hattori-kun, aren't you baking? I get hot just looking at you in that suit, she says. He apologizes. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm sorry. I'm really just, I'm surprised. Really, really surprised. I must have a daydreaming. That's it. The heat is getting to me. And he is just kind of like, question mark, <laughs> as she walks away and freaks out. Because Shigeru was just here, we were just talking about things, and she remembers what Shigeru said. He has a girlfriend. I think her name was Satsuki-san. I guess she remembers Kanachan a little. Hattori says that he came to pick up a book that he asked Shigeru to order for him. And Maiko's like, that book was for you? And Hattori is like, didn't he tell you? And then we see a little kind of semi-ghosty figure <laughs> where Maiko's like, of course he didn't. Not a word. She thinks he did that on purpose. That bastard did this on purpose. And we see an image of Shigure looking evil. But like, not scary evil, but just like a regular plotting yeah, evil. He's even got a fan. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's how you know he's plotting. Maiko looks enraged and we see like, um, anger veins popping up on her face. No, I'm sorry. That book won't get here until tomorrow, Maiko says. 
really? Hitori asked. But he told me it would be here today. Typical. Honestly, Shigure. <laughs> he wanted to make us run into each other. That sadist, Mayuko thinks. Then we see another little evil image of Shigure in the corner of the page. He's got like little black wings, which I didn't notice until this time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice that until you just said it just now. I thought that was part of the texture okay. in the background. That's really funny. There's also this like, yeah, sweeping, like dark texture, mm-hmm. like sound effect that's running through it. <laughs> It can't be helped, Hattori says. I'll come back tomorrow. It's all right, Maiko says, and then she offers to mail it to him. She has the address of the main house. I'm sure you're quite busy, as usual, she says. Hattori grimaces. No, it's fine. I'll come, he says. Well, then. Hattori grins. She calls after him. And then says, uh, um, tomorrow, then. Instead of whatever she was going to say. Yeah, I'm sorry that I showed up so suddenly today, he says, and then he leaves. Maiko looks down. And then she suddenly turns and stomps off to the phone and is like, ah, damn it, if it's summer break, I call Shiguri's house. One of the kids might pick up. You idiot, get a cell phone. I'm not letting you off the hook for this. (laughs) Really, she says, what is he thinking? I don't think I've ever been so surprised before in my life. (laughs) She looks down and thinks Hattori-kun had that same indifferent attitudes before. That's why people misunderstand and think that he's scary. She thinks about their encounter again and thinks, I couldn't tell him that I'm glad he has a girlfriend man i'm the worst but i'm a little surprised i thought he might have a slightly happier air about him but for some reason just now hattori seemed and then her thoughts trail off um and she looks kind of sad and lost in her thoughts transition to later Tori gets out of his car at the main house one of the main house staff calls for him where have you been she asks akito-san has been calling for a while you mustn't keep him waiting any longer I'll go to him immediately, Tori says. Please do, the woman says. The poor thing seems so dejected. As they walk through the darkened hallway, she says, Hattori-san, will you please refrain from going out so often something might happen? If you cared anything for the feelings of Akito-san, who trusts you above anyone else, you would always be by his side. They pass by um, a little boy crying and a woman comforting him. The woman, like the, I don't know, the main house. I don't know what they call them. I always call them the maids mm-hmm. in my head, but um, the woman who... Um, works at the main house is like oh my I wonder what the matter is crying so loudly how disgraceful well then Hattori-san please hurry she says he thinks of the child crying again and continues to walk on and ends up in a darkened room so he passes through a darkened doorway and that's the end of the scene we cut to later back at the bookstore I guess the next day sorry we cut to the next day at the bookstore Uh, Mayuko is putting books away and she thinks I was never able to get a hold of Shigeru yesterday it turns out the book that Shiguri ordered has arrived, and I think a woman who gives it to Maiko, who seems to be Maiko's mother, um, gives it to her and is like, hey, Maiko, why won't you marry Shiguri-san? And she's like, I told you. <laughs> I thought I told you a thousand times. I broke up with Shiguri. But you're past marriageable age. You should settle down soon, her mother says. And Maiko's like, I'll settle down when I settle down, so leave me alone. And Maiko's mother says, then at least let us arrange an interview to see if he's suitable. I'm sorry, dear, it's just that your father and I are worried about you, her mother says. But with your father in the hospital, if something were to happen to us, you'd be all alone. Oh, the pain, she says. And she sobs. And her mother is, or Maiko is like, it's not fair for parents to cry. And dad's getting out of the hospital tomorrow. Suddenly the door creaks open and her mother snaps out of her, like, sobbing, um, thing and, and greets the customer and Maiko's like crocodile tears but it turns out that the customer is none other than Hattori <laughs> Hattori asks if he interrupted something and Maiko's mother's like oh my goodness what is this Maiko could this be a new boyfriend and my 
Michael's like, thank you for your purchase. We'll go outside. Let's go outside. Go outside. It's fine. And, like, pushes him outside. <laughs> Poor Hattori is like, huh? <laughs> Having walked in on the family drama. <laughs> she pushes him all the way outside to, like, a bridge. And Hattori is like, why are we all the way out here? And Maiko says, I plead the fifth. I'm going to have many mountains and valleys that they must cross, just like men do. And then gives him the book. And Hattori pays her for it <laughs> outside of the shop. Like this I don't really understand. book drug deal going down on the bridge. <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. <laughs> It would be under the bridge if it was a sketchy drug deal, of course. Katori's like, I don't really understand, but it seems terrible. <laughs> Maiko notices that he's not wearing a suit and comments on it, and he says, well, yeah, I didn't want you to get hot looking at me again. <laughs> and Maiko chuckles, and he asks if something is funny, and Maiko's like, sorry, no, you're so serious, Hattori-kun. Hattori says, I'm just drifting along. Maiko asks if she heard him um, earlier, I guess, when she pushed him outside, and he says, not really. And then she asks what's wrong. Hattori-kun, I thought this yesterday... She says, what's wrong, Hattori-kun? I thought this yesterday, too, but you don't seem well. He says, there's nothing especially wrong with my health. And she's like, I'm not worried about your health, although I'm glad that you're healthy. I mean, you're not all happy and zippy. And Hattori, you can see in a little chubby panel, is like, zippy? <laughs> As if that word has never been used to describe him before in his life. <laughs> like back then, she thinks. She says, you aren't giving off that happy aura, you know? She thinks... The Kana thing is over, and he has a new girlfriend, right? So why? I don't know what you're trying to say, Hattori says. Feelings like those would have nothing to do with me. Mayuko looks at him, shocked. What are you saying? She asks. What are you saying, Hattori-kun? It can't be true, she thinks. What is it that's still eating him, e eating into him so much? I don't know, I just don't know. Of course, I want to find my own happiness, but thinking about him won't make that happen. It won't change anything, so why... It's not true, is it, she says. The sky is so blue, the weather is sparkling so brightly, everyone is laughing so happily, so it can't be true, Atori-kun, that you can't be happy. It can't be true, she says, and she starts to freak out a bit. <laughs> Even if it is, I won't believe it. Hattori looks quite taken aback at her words. I won't believe in anything. You're not making any sense, he says. I don't care, she says. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Help, she thinks. Please release him. I'm begging with utmost selfishness. Maiko starts to cry, and she sobs so loudly that I can't even imitate it, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> she sobs like a child, it's pointed out. Be happy, she, she pleads internally. Hattori is taken aback at her crying. We can see that she sobs. She sobs so loudly that other people on the street kind of stare. And Hattori is like, hey, you're an adult, this is unreasonable. He imagines the child from before, and we see scenes of her crying, multiple panels of her crying. He looks away, and then he says, Look, I think we have a misunderstanding. I just needed to get out of that place. I've been a little exhausted by it all. I just wanted to escape, he thinks. Hattori smiles a small smile and says, I didn't mean to dump my troubles onto you. I think it's true what they say. Crying unexpectedly does make you feel better, he says, and he thinks without shame like a child. We see Maiko still crying, and he continues to say, When you get older, you forget about that. It's not easy to have a good cry anymore. I suppose this makes me look pretty immature, huh? Maiko says as she rubs her eyes. No, not at all, he says. You cried in place of me. And he dabs her cheek with a um, handkerchief that he pulls out of his pocket. Thank you, he says. I'm honored to be of service, she says, and she takes the handkerchief and continues to wipe her face. But really, after this, I really don't care, okay? You have a girlfriend. Have her cry for you next time. And Tori looks confused. Girlfriend? I don't have a girlfriend. Eh, but he said you have a girlfriend. Satsuki-san? Shigure said, right? Satsuki? 
Hattori asks, was he talking about that relative's mother? Of course she's not my girlfriend. And then we see um, that Satsuki is Hiro's mother. <laughs> There's a little panel of her laughing. It's the woman that Shigure saw, like, talking with Hattori outside the window when he was with Akito in, with the, Akito. in an earlier chapter. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All this misdirection. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Natsuki Takaya. <laughs> Shigure was making fun of you, wasn't he? We see um, an increasingly ghosty panel of, of Maiko grimacing. This might be my favorite ghosty panel. <laughs> I want to make a compilation yeah. of all of them. Just the way hers is all like squiggly and leaned over and has the little like ghosty ponytail and just her distraught, but also the, smile, her distraught face. It's like, distra- it's like a distraught like grimace yeah. that gets like worse and worse. <laughs> give it back. Give it my tears with interest right now, she says. And Adori's like, you're being unreasonable again. Why is this all my fault? Ah, uh, damn it. I'm so stupid. I'm the idiot of a lifetime, she says. I totally believed him. Do you have some time? Hattori asks. If you do, would you like to go out to eat or something? As an apology and a thank you. You're asking me to eat out when my face is such a mess, Maiko says. You're evil, Hattori-kun. He's like, you won't go then? And she's like, of course I will. Of course. After all, it's such a nice day, Hattori says. And he looks back at her and smiles. And she smiles as well. All right, I'll have a beer. Draft beer! You would drink in front of someone who's going to drive, Hattori asks. You're evil. And she's like, I will! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we got to later. Um, Shigure calls Mayuko from the beach house. And he's like, I told you, didn't I? That I liked you for who you are. So much that I helped you with your love. <laughs> the end justifies the means. You got what you wanted, right? Well, no need to thank me. I was working out of my own self-interest, you could say. Like the little background, like, tee-hee-hee, ah-ha-ha, with Shigure too in this panel. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's outside it's Mayuko. I mean, not Mayuko, sorry. It's Momiji and Toru playing at the hose at the beach house, which is really cute. <laughs> like he hears someone yeah. laughing outside and he's like creeping from inside and calling her on the phone oh, I see you have no interest whatsoever at any rate from now on you're on your own Maya-chan I don't know how many years it'll take it is Hassan we're talking about here but since you persisted in, about caring him, in caring about him for so long you should be okay what's another 5 or 10 years right <laughs> and then she doesn't say anything don't call me ever again she <laughs> says and then we hear a slam oh my Shigure says uh, we cut to Mayuko, or we just see Mayuko, who has hung up the phone and says, Sheesh, well, excuse me for being persistent. Mayuko's mother or someone calls for her, and she takes off, and we see Hattori's handkerchief folded on the table. Five or ten years was an exaggeration, she narrates, but before I would cut my hair short, and he would start calling me Mayu again, and we would go out together on days when the weather was nice, a little more time would pass, and we see scenes of her with her hair short, uh, walking beside her Tori with her hand on his shoulder, and that's the end of the chapter. <gasps> so romantic. <laughs> I really do. These are some of my favorite two chapters, I think, in the series. Mm-hmm. Such a funny little cutaway for all the beach house stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but also romantic. <laughs> the summer is full of romance. <laughs> it's a funny cutaway, and yet it is still so intertwined in like all the things that are going on, like all of the kind of... Um, I like how Tori these like scenes with her like he's outside with her it's like so sharply contrasted with like when he goes back to the main house and it's like so like dark yeah. i feel like the main house is represented darker now than it was in the earlier chapters mm-hmm. like like actually physically like it's shaded more yeah <laughs> so it makes it seem more same with the last time where we saw shigure in the main house it was like much darker as mm-hmm. well like physically darkened on the page yeah so 
it's kind of interesting that we saw other people in the main house mm-hmm. the like boy and the woman crying like the boy crying and the woman mm-hmm. and then of course like the have we seen the like kind of maids yet i don't think so i had a i think that this i feel like it's the first time mm-hmm. yeah i honestly don't remember but they definitely haven't played a very like prominent yeah. role yet we haven't really seen much of the main house that's true. Like, just overall, a lot of times we just see like glimpses of Akito's room, or like yeah, Shigure's in Akito's room, or Shigure's visiting Hattori or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, you're definitely right. I don't. So I don't. I don't know. I can't say for certain this is the first time, but I feel like it's the first yeah, time that we it's had definitely a... the first like prominent time when they're like noticeably in panel and talking to someone, saying stuff, driving things. <laughs> yeah, she's like very forceful about it too. She's like. um... Like, oh, if you cared more about Akito, you'd be here more often mm-hmm. or whatever, which is really interesting. So she has a some kind of close relationship with Akito as well, a specific woman. Yeah. Tori in his car, driving around, wreaking havoc. Yeah. <laughs> Crossing the center <laughs> line. <laughs> his left eye, yes. yes. <laughs> At least he's not drinking and driving. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> but Mayuko will drink, even if he's going to drive. <laughs> so good. That little scene reminded me of the... Like, ooh, and Kareno bit. <laughs> Actually, yeah, they kind of have similar personalities yeah. in She's a like, weird yes, way. I never really thought food. about that. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Mayuko's excited about Yeah, she's like, yes, being... I'm going to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Getting treated for her crying. Yeah. I was like, should I imitate this? And it's like, I can't, yeah. actually. <laughs> I don't think. You'd have to be a talented voice actress, which I'm not. So, yeah. <laughs> My only talent is in screaming <laughs> for Ritsu. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got some uh, kind of elaboration on some stuff that was discussed in earlier mm-hmm. chapters. Like one direct thing, we had that uh, early on we had like Yuki saying that someone described Shigure as a ripple on the water and we find out that uh, <laughs> That's right. it was Mayu apparently. <laughs> yes. She's the one. Yeah. And the jellyfish I guess we already thing. knew yeah. that the jellyfish <laughs> thing. I guess we already knew that... Uh... They, we already knew that they dated mm-hmm. from the like lake house yeah. part. That she broke off with him after three months. The Mayuko who broke up with him after yeah. three months. Only three months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's kind of interesting. Like I commented on how it's kind of kind of cute that like Ayame apparently kept touch. And mm-hmm. you can kind of see that they're still kind of acquainted just in this chapter, even though he doesn't really show up. I like the little flashback scene of them like all drinking together, and you can see that like Mayu and Aya are chatting. Um, mm-hmm. She calls yeah, him Aya Kun. And also, she also. calls him Aya Kun, which she doesn't call any of the others like by any kind of nickname. No. Um, she calls him Atori Kun. Yeah, that's right. She calls him Aya Kun. Yeah. Like a nickname. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but also, that apparently, like, she and Shigure are still in like fairly regular contact, even if she'd probably rather not be. But... <laughs> Seems yeah. like it. She's like, is this what you call a codependent yeah. relationship or whatever? Yeah. Mm hmm. And she knows, like, the kids all live there and stuff, yeah. but they don't know. The kids don't know anything about her, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems at yeah, this that's point. that's kind of an interesting line where she's like, one of the kids might pick up. Or she's like, one of the- Yeah, she doesn't want <laughs> yeah. them to know. <laughs> I like how she's also kind of like, I can't escape yeah. them. Like, <laughs> there's they're, someone's everywhere. <laughs> there's someone's everywhere. They're at school. Shigure keeps coming here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, of course, I guess it was also elaborated on the what happened with Kana, mm-hmm. right? After... Or, like, so we saw a bunch of things from essentially, like, Hattori's perspective, I mm-hmm. guess, um, really early on. I was looking this up for when I was working on these this episode, that it was, like, chapter, like, 8 or something? Mm-hmm. Chapter 12, sorry. Yeah, it was chapter 12, the time that 
when Atori kind of goes over his like backstory and how he erased her memories or whatever it was chapter 12. Yeah, it's kind of nice, although upsetting to see it like from Kana's perspective because we saw he just said like she got like worse and worse after that. But we can see mm-hmm. like it really like you know, she was really in a depression and like really was blaming herself over what mm-hmm. happened to Hattori. Yeah, I always find the scene where she comes to talk to where Mayuko comes to visit her is really striking mm-hmm. as well. We've seen so many people already in this series who have been affected by that kind of mental illness. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the ones that I think really stands out. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, it's nice that it's yes, nice and, and intense that we also get to see her kind of side of Mm-hmm. the story or like another person's perspective not Kana's we'll never get we'll never get Kana's because she doesn't remember yeah. but Mayuko's um m- like perspective on what she was like after mm-hmm. and then how completely different she is after Tori erased her memories yeah. so much so that she doesn't yeah she calls him like a Tori-san which like Mayuko mm-hmm. immediately recognizes yeah that's the thing we just started a tiny bit but like Mayu's relationship with Shigeru is pretty interesting it is interesting and like even just, like, in that scene, it's, like, he snuck her into the main house to visit mm-hmm. Kana and also told her about the memory suppression. Mm-hmm. So, like, she's, like, almost a little bit on the inside of, like, some of the Soma secrets. That's true. Kind of interesting. She knows almost as much as Toru. Mm-hmm. If she knew about the curse. Yeah. If she knew why. Like, if she knew... Like, she knows what happened, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know why. Yeah. I mean, she obviously knows that it's, like, a family with some secrets and, like, keep people off the main mm-hmm. property and knows that there's, Yeah, like she's not allowed to be there. ...memory suppression and that something bad enough happened that that had to happen, so... Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. She knows more about it than uh, than a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. The relationship is interesting also. I mean, Shigeru is such a dick. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I was, I'm was, i bored, so I'll go out with yeah. you. But then yet he's like, well, I guess I'll like sneak you in to see your best mm-hmm. friend or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's like he says that, like, it seems like he's just kind of being a dick, but he says, like, I really like you for who you are. Like, it seems like he's fairly genuine in that. Like, it seems genuine. He seems to have some, like, affection and admiration for her even after, like, all this time in their, like, crappy <laughs> non-relationship. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I think, um, what was I going to say? Didn't we make a joke about Chigari teasing people? He finds the thing that, like, bothers him mm-hmm. the most and then uses that to, like, tease yeah. them. <laughs> so I feel like he does that to Mayuko, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's really bothered by being alone, necessarily, but she he kind of, like, spins it that mm-hmm. way. Both times. He kind of, like, manipulates her into going out with him, and then he's kind of a... He just... I don't mm-hmm. know. What was he using her for is the question. But yeah. but then yet he's still like, oh, I admire you for who you mm-hmm. are. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, we know, like, he cares about Hattori is, like, you know, one of the people he genuinely cares about. And so, like, it seems like he genuinely is trying to, like, encourage his relationship because he thinks it'd be good for them. Like, Mm -hmm. Apparently everyone thinks so, kind of thinks so. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I mean, (laughs) my opinion matters Mm -hmm. most. Um, Yeah, he does seem to think that he does. I feel like, didn't he say that he, like, Hattori is one of the people that he genuinely cares for mm-hmm. i f- can't sure remember if there was like but i think there's been some like implication that <laughs> it's like ayame ayame and shigari are both best friends with hattori but they're not best friends with each other yeah. <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah. i think we've seen implications of him like uh like at the uh the lake house that's what i was thinking like, oh yeah he was nice yeah, super like, nice to hattori. like we've seen him like apparently do like nice things just for hattori without any apparent ulterior motives so mm-hmm he doesn't even really seem to do, like, 
Like, he doesn't do anything mean to Ayame, but he doesn't really do nice things for Ayame yeah. in particular. They mostly seem to, like, entertain each other rather than, like... Yeah. They don't seem to have to, a like, deep relationship. Care too much for each other. Like, they obviously care for each other, but... <laughs> yeah. But, like, not... That's why like I'm joking a, that, yeah, like... like, on a surface level, <laughs> like, like... <laughs> they have a good relationship. They're friendly. Yeah. But it's not, like... Ayame doesn't go to Shigure with his, like, deep feelings. Mm-hmm. And, like, Shigure doesn't go to Ayame with his deep feelings. Yeah. Every time Shigeru goes to talk to somebody, he always goes to talk to Hattori. Mm-hmm. Like, we saw that before. Yeah, and we've seen all those things where, like, Hattori's like, like, you're a dick, but I'm not gonna, like, go, like, be <laughs> Stop you and stuff, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like how even Maiko, or he's like, oh, uh, Kana says, Maiko was like, Kana says that you have two best friends, yeah. Ayame and, and Shigeru and Hattori is like, are they my best yeah. friends? <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of similar to what he, he said to, like, Toru early on, which he... Mm-hmm. She said something similar, and he's like, right, those two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, oh no, he seems offended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. They're best friends with the Tori. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Tori feels, yeah. but <laughs> I think he's just kind of like, this is the situation that we're in together. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's nice how empathetic Mayuko is. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I guess, cathartic for her Tori that she could cry for him, mm-hmm. as he says. So much so that he treats her to lunch after. It's yeah. <laughs> another thing I, I feel like I see in anime and manga a lot, but not really in like Western media. The whole like concept of like someone crying for someone else. Because mm-hmm. I know I know it's come up in Full Alchemist, but uh, I feel like I've seen it. I feel like I've seen it in other anime, but I can't really think of any like. Oh, I mean, I I just feel like I don't know. Like in Furuba, it's already come up yeah. before, probably. Mm-hmm. Where um like even we just saw so we just watched the anime episode with uh, the True Forum, so I think in the like. I don't know if they said it so much in the anime in that translation, but Kyo is like, oh, like someone like you will stay by me and cry for me or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that was in the manga. Like, just off the top of my yeah. head. <laughs> but there's more than just that, for sure. Yeah. I guess it's, it's interesting. Maiko, I don't know. Maiko wants him to be happy mm-hmm. so much so that it, it bothers her to the point where she's upset about it, that he's not. She thinks that he should be and he's not. Yeah. Which she expects... expects about him isn't the reality mm-hmm. but of course it wasn't true in the first place yeah. <laughs> so then what was shigure doing i guess he was just trying to like get them together because mm-hmm. tori would never go to the bookstore yeah otherwise <laughs> playing matchmaker i actually have a note that says matchmaker shigure in my in my notes we're <laughs> <laughs> gonna sing about it <laughs> matchmaker 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 make me a match <laughs> catch me catch me catch <laughs> In this case, you could like turn him into a seahorse and then catch him with a <laughs> with a net. He is another fish in the sea. <laughs> just just toss him in the bathtub. No, well, if you put a seahorse in the bathtub, it would die. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Hope everyone enjoyed that beautiful content. <laughs> I don't think there's other non-spoilery things. I want to talk about this forever, yeah. but I think a lot of it is spoilery. We met Hero's mom. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yes. As we said before, the person who was walking with uh, Tori was Hero's mom, mm-hmm. so we met Hero's mom. Yeah, and there's like, what does that little blurb say? It's, it's like, I'm his mother. I'm a klutz. Hero is always scolding me. <laughs> and Hero's in the background, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. A very brief introduction. <laughs> Tori is so kind. I like how there was a little line that Mayuko said that was like, he's so serious, and that's why people think that he's scary. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen before, like, other characters interpreting Atori as being scary. Like, the whole, I mean, the whole, like, conflict of that, where he's introduced is yeah. that he's, Tori's supposed to be scared mm-hmm. of him or whatever. Yeah. But he's the one who needs to be, 
<laughs> treated with care or whatever she says. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I also get that uh, flash forward at the end. I don't think we've gotten anything like that. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, yeah, it's like very direct. It's like, by the way, these two are going to be together and they'll be happy. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. It was an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Maiko also cuts her hair. Of course, we talked about cutting hair before. Yeah. But not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't. I don't know if there's any other ones that I can think mm-hmm. of actually offhand. Yeah, it. I don't think we definitely haven't seen that before, and I don't know if we're going to see it yeah. again. Like it's, it's like Takaya was planning for there to not be a lot of uh, interaction between them. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Like a, like BTW, there's not going to be any more drama here. It's just <laughs> no. It's <done>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the drama already happened. Yeah. Like it's been going on for years. Essentially, yeah. this is like the culmination of the drama. So what happened was, yeah, they met, Kana Kana started working with Hattori, and they met. She introduced Maiko to Hattori, and Maiko fell in love with him instantly. They got to know each other and whatever, and then all the shit happened with Kana Mm -hmm. and Hattori losing his eye, almost losing his eye. And then it's been, like, what, two years? He says it's been more than two Mm -hmm. years. So this all happened before the series took place. I think it's been, like, two years since the event, but more than two years since they met. (laughs) I think that we had said that they, it seemed like they dated for like a year or something. It seemed like they dated for a long time. Remember we had talked about mm-hmm. that at one point? Like they meet when it snows mm-hmm. and then I forget why we talked about this. I remember we had speculated before yeah. that they dated for a while mm-hmm. though, regardless. Yeah, I talking about like timeline and whether it was like a really short period of time or what. Yeah, or if it's just a metaphor yes. <laughs> or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you also had said, like, maybe it was, like, the flower petals falling that looked like snow or something. Yeah. That was the... Yeah. Anyway, it seems like they dated for a while, according to yeah. this time. Yeah, and we see some seasons so. change, like, here. Like, when we have, like... like yeah, it goes to winter. And, like, jackets and stuff, so... Yeah, it's like they meet and then... Um, they meet and it's, like, probably, like, spring or whatever. I don't know. They're not wearing mm-hmm. coats, but then later they're wearing coats. And then, of course, like, Mayuku goes to visit Kana and that... As far as we could tell, that was set in the winter in that earlier volume, unless it was all snow metaphor, which mm-hmm. it might have been. But I think it is actually set in the winter. I don't know. Yeah. And then they're wearing, like, yeah. light jackets at the end, so... Or, like, long mm-hmm. sleeves, but not, like, heavy winter coats or anything when they're outside, so... Yeah, they're sitting outside mm-hmm. on the, on the like, porch thing. Yeah. Um, and they're wearing long sleeves again, so as if it's been, like, a full year. And then that was two years ago, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, so Mayuko's outside... <laughs> when Shigure asks her out she's like uh, doing some gardening mm-hmm. or something so it's probably like spring or summer or something yeah. like that mm-hmm. so yeah the drama's happened uh, off, the drama off page happened. but it uh, seems like Shigure's yeah. been watching avidly so <laughs> <laughs> well or like it wasn't happening yeah. <laughs> um, he knew all that time yeah I guess he's, I don't know, maybe he just goes in and it's like, so how about Hattori? And then he, like, watches her yeah. expression. <laughs> and he's like, no, too early. <laughs> no, too early. Or he's like, oh, good, she's still in love mm-hmm. with him. Good, excellent. I'll just keep waiting until later. He's biding his time. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was he thinking. He probably saw, like, Hattori with Hiro's mom and is like, the opportune moment. <laughs> he's like, I have a great plan yeah. while he's, like, needling Akito yeah. about the beach house. <laughs> Shigeru's pulling all the... He's like the matchmaker, and he's like the anti-matchmaker. Yeah. He's like the trickster. <laughs> and then, like, hooking up with Rune or whatever we saw in that one chapter that we haven't come back to yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, he's done a lot in these, like, couple of days before he goes to the beach house with everybody else. <laughs> he's had work to do, quote-unquote. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess we technically saw the maids. They said they were maids at the at the beach house, so we saw them, but we didn't see the ones at the main house yet. Yeah. I just was looking back at the... um 
the scene where Mayako's hugging Kana, um, the one that I just like purposely didn't describe because I don't know how to describe mm-hmm. it. She has her hands like up in the air yeah. and she's like clearly like just losing it. Mm. It's really intense. It's one of the more intense like scenes that we've seen, I think, in the in the manga so far. Yeah. I also always think of like the time when <laughs> it was in the anime where Momiji's um, mother like stabbed herself, mm-hmm. which is like kind of shown, but it's not exactly the same yeah. in the manga, right? It's getting darker and darker. Oh, and of course, we had the scene last time at the beach where Toru was thinking about her mother and had kind of a mini panic attack. Mm-hmm. It was also quite dark. Yeah. Can we talk about, I don't know, do you have any other like major things to say about this chapter? I just wanted to talk about other cute, small mm-hmm. cute things that I noticed. I don't think so. <laughs> a couple spoilery things. I don't think I have any other non-spoiler. I have some spoiler things that I want to say too, but... Um, I like how Tori, before that, I like how Tori, like, um, he's, he comes back without his coat, mm-hmm. his, uh, suit. <laughs> also, like, I get hot just looking at you. <laughs> Let's all laugh at that for yeah. a minute. That's like, oh, he's like, what's funny? Like, he, <laughs> he's completely serious. <laughs> <laughs> but then she's like, tee I don't know, maybe that's, like, not a euphemism in Japan, I don't, or in Japanese, I don't know, actually, it didn't no, look. No, I mean, but... <laughs> like, he was completely serious about him, like, like, he consciously decided, oh, I'll not wear a suit. Because of what she said last time, and she, like, laughs at that, and he's like, what's funny? Like, Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I did you a, good, a favor. <laughs> yeah, it's very charming. I like how when she cries, he, um, he like, first he cleans her face, like, he wipes her face, mm-hmm. and then she takes the handkerchief from him, so yeah. I just thought that was very sweet. Mm-hmm. He seems like he genuinely appreciates how upset, how strongly she felt for him. Yeah. Even though at first he's really reluctant. He's like, you're being dumb. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, just kidding. You did what I couldn't do. So thank you. Mm-hmm. It's also interesting how he says, um, I just needed to get out of the place. Like he doesn't, we never really see like, it seems like Tori doesn't leave very much. Yeah. First of all, in general, he's only ever come to like Shigeru's house. We've never seen him in other places. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the school when he went to creep <laughs> yeah. during the culture festival. Yeah. I think we've talked about, it might've only been in spoilers before, but how he seems like the only like adult Zodiac member that's still, like, at, still at the main house. Well, we know that Ayame lives outside. We know Ritsu lives outside, right? Mm-hmm. And then, because Ritsu, I assume Ritsu lives at the Onsen. Actually, I think he said that, right? I don't know. I'm not sure, actually. Yeah. I'm making shifty eyes, but you can't <laughs> see. <laughs> I think, I feel like Momiji said Ritsu lives outside. I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah, I, I have think to think he, about it. I think he might have, like... During that, during the Ritsu's introduction. Yeah. I think there might have been something about it, like... He doesn't see him that often because he lives outside or something. But uh, yeah, I feel like that's why. Yeah, I think it's implied he lives at the uh, at the onsen with his mother. But then, like Momiji and Haru, well, like we know Shigeru lives outside. Obviously, mm-hmm. we know Momiji and Haru live inside. Not sure about Kagura. We saw Kisa's house, mm-hmm. but it's not. I don't think it's clear if it's inside or outside. I think it's like, I think it's nearby though. Yeah, it was like a big fancy house. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like Hiro just kind yeah, of went there but, freely. Yeah, but like it seems like most of the like adult members of the Zodiac we've seen do not live at the main house anymore. So. Yeah, I think that's true. So yeah, Tori lives there. Mm-hmm. He's constantly at Akito's like, beck and call. Yeah. We've seen a couple of scenes where he has to leave, like he's talking to Shigure and he gets called away to tend to Akito. Mm-hmm. We know that Akito's health is poor. Yeah, right? and even so. in this past scene where we saw like Shigure scheming in Akito's room, <laughs> where Akito like, asked him to call Hattori, and he's like, yeah. he's like, I feel sorry for Hattori, you're always... <laughs> dragging him over here or whatever yeah exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> Kido's like I don't feel well get a yeah. Tori like really what Akito wants is attention mm-hmm. it seems like 
And even Shiguri is like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to call him. He's busy right now. And he looks outside and he sees him with uh, Sasuke. Mm-hmm. So so he's like, I kind of wanted to get away from it all, which is really interesting. Yeah. I don't think we've really seen that sentiment before mm-hmm. from him. I don't remember if he said anything that was kind of like um, about how he feels about being in the main house. Like he's, It seems like he's kind of just like, this is like how it is. Yeah. But I'm trying to remember if he said anything specifically to that effect. I mean, he's always like, I can't blame Makito. Yeah, I was going to say anything, he's the one who's but... always saying the like, because they can't blame Makito and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it certainly seems like he's there for a reason, mm-hmm. not just because he's a doctor or whatever. Yeah. Um, we see that other adult members of the Zodiac have chosen to leave the main house, but Tori remains. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think this is the first time we really see that kind of wearing on him in an obvious way, other than... Like, his backstory mm-hmm. parts. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we, it's also one of the only times we really see him in a different setting. Like, mm-hmm. we've, he's only ever been in the main house or, like, at Sugar A's, right? Yeah. The lake house, I guess, was the one exception, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't have any other things to say that aren't spoilery, but I want to talk to you about spoilers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have anything else? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. We have some more romance this time. Mm-hmm. More sh- true shoujo-style romance. Romance comedy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know if it's a comedy. I mean, it's funny. It does still say romance comedy on the back, yep. but I still... I don't think you can not commit. <laughs> so if you're not sticking around for spoilers, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Next time we're going to talk about chapters 58 and 59. Mm. We're going back to the beach house. Yes. <laughs> In case you were worried. <laughs> There's going to be no more diversions, I guess. <laughs> all beach all the time. It's summer. It's beach time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be summer till November here on Stay Together Podcast. I think I might have made that joke last time, but <laughs> it's fine. Maybe summer till November in the real world. It's so hot. <laughs> Maybe for you. Here it's like nice. It's like in the 60s. I wore a sweater a couple of times. It's pretty great. Okay, good. <laughs> on that note, we'll see you next time. Bye. We're back to talk about spoilers. Woo. Woo. <laughs> spoiler, not spoiler. They're going to get together, I guess. <laughs> we get to see them more later, though. There's like another scene of them being cute later. Yeah, I think it's like at the very end, though. Do we see them before that? We see them. I know no. they talk on the phone once. Um, Do they really? After the, uh, it's just really brief after the like uh, parent-teacher conferences. He's talking oh, okay. To him on, I, she's talking to him on Ayame's cell phone after Ayame <laughs> <Miami> calls. <laughs> It's funny. Like, the, I was going to say, I'm really excited for the parent-teacher mm-hmm. conferences, too. Yeah. Maiko's going to come back. Yeah. It has another little, like, little, like, cute bit of her and Ayame's friendship and her mm-hmm. weird relationship with Shigure, so, which are both fun. <laughs> I love it so yeah. much, because Tori was like, what is going yeah. on? <laughs> kind of like when she was like, the rift yeah. with, like, um, with, like, Ayame and Yuki. It's, like, the same. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think if there's anything, like, theme-symbolic-wise for this, but I feel like it's just, like, a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, like, straight up. Yeah. Like, you can love again. second yeah. chances. <laughs> 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 yeah, that. <laughs> so, one I had was, uh, like, we were talking about, like, the first appearance of the maid. And right. specifically yes. that the old woman... That one. Shows up a lot and winds up, like, manipulating yeah. a lot of stuff. <laughs> I don't know if she ever gets a name. I didn't want to be, like, that old lady. Yeah. I don't know if she <laughs> like, does, but, uh, I don't yeah. think so. 
There's a significant scene with her later. There's, yeah, a there's couple, quite a few. But she's borderline a main character. Yeah. I mean, she has just as many scenes as like Satsuki, yeah. and she has a name. Mm-hmm. So yeah, actually, I wonder if she gets a name in like the side panel. I have to look might, out for yeah. that. Um, there was a side panel note about um, Kinoshita or whatever uh-huh. the one of the Yuki yeah, fan girls this time, but I didn't make a comment about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she winds up playing a pretty strong role later on in the story. And yeah, she does. Winds up having a lot of influence on Akito and Akito's backstory and stuff. Yeah, she does. So, pretty interesting. It's interesting that she's she's the one who's like, oh, you have to go visit Akito. Mm-hmm. Are you to go visit Akito now? You shouldn't go out so much. If you if you cared about Akito, you'd be here all the time yeah. or whatever, which is It's kind of interesting. Yeah, she seems like just such a like throwaway character in this chapter. But totally. like as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, you. Oh, it's her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's here. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting that she's introduced now, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just when we're about to get into, like, deep Akito lore, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's also just, like, such an interesting, Mm -hmm. a really strong contrast between what's, you know, the life, like, life outside of the main house and life inside the main house, too, where she's now put in at this point where, like, Atori, like, literally walks into, like, darkness when he's coming back, which is interesting, Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Not a And she's the one shepherding him Not a subtle visual metaphor there. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs) So much more explicit than before. I feel like uh, the like actual visual representation of that is so much stronger yeah. now. Another one. I feel like this bec- might become clearer like, clearer later on, like the exact timeline. But I'm wondering, like, at what point in the Shigeru Akito relationship drama we're at when he decides yes, to date uh, Mayu? Yes. <laughs> I hope that becomes clear later on because I think it's really interesting. He's like, I'm bored, so I'm going to date you yeah. now. But like, he's definitely doing it for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It was two years ago or something. Yeah. So, who knows? That could have been when like Karino's curse broke. Let's like put a pin in that. Yeah, I'm gonna make a note <laughs> for later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think now. it's later than Karino's curse broke because I think Akito is still pretty young when that happened. But I think it might have been around the whole like Ren and Karino dramas. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really interesting. We're gonna pay attention to that. I don't know if there's a specific. I don't know how this fits in. It, it it must, though. There's no way that's not connected. Because yeah. Shigure wouldn't just, like, date her for no reason. Like, Hattori and Ayame, they, like, joke about it. Like, it like it was serious, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, they think it's serious, which is also kind of interesting. Like, Hattori clearly knows that, that Shigure has a special relationship with Akito. I don't know if Ayame is, like, super aware of it. I think it's just, like, not in his... Like, he doesn't really seem to care. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But Hattori notices it. And he's commented on it. But I don't know if he would notice this. Like, if it coincided with... If something... If Shigeru dating Maiko coincided with something that was going on with Akito. Mm-hmm. So. Which I think is kind of interesting. Shigeru is manipulating everything without people knowing. Yeah. Maybe he's more in the know now. Maybe Hitori's more in the know now than he was a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. Of course, he was also, like, dating Kana. So it was, like, the best time of his yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he was probably more, like... Ho hum, going through life as a cursed member of the zodiac before like, all the kind of <laughs> stuff went down, and now he's more like jaded and aware of stuff. Probably, probably he was just. Hitori seems like the kind of Shigeru seems like he was always like trouble making and questioning things, and Hitori wasn't. Yeah. He was just like, "This is how it is," and like, "I have to do this. I have to do like the worst job of all the somas to like erase people's memories yeah. and all this stuff." That was like, because he like erased Yuki's friends' memories before that. Yeah. He had erased Momiji's mother's memories before this time too, mm-hmm. like before he meets Kana. Yeah, so. and he even talks like he like didn't think maybe too deeply about it until he had to erase Kana's memories. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of yeah. like, this is the thing I have to do. It's 
kind of a bummer, but it's what happens. Yeah, everybody everybody knows that, you know, that's how life is going to be yeah. when you're in the Zodiac. <laughs> you have to have a secret life. Yeah, he did. He seemed to kind of, like, ups- accepts things for how they are, whereas Shigure is constantly, like, trying to yeah. fight against every- everything and everyone. Yeah. <laughs> not not just the... Not just the within the family, but also, like, with Mayuko and other yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we see, like, Shigure is, like, manipulating stuff since he was young. Like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's clearer later, mm-hmm. too, but... That's why I still wonder why he was there with Akito and Kyo transformed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's really interesting. Yeah. I don't think they ever say why, mm-hmm. but or I don't think it's ever said why he was there, how that happened. But yeah, mm-hmm. those are the two big ones I had. So. Those are two good ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess the parent teacher conference is technically a spoiler because it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really like those chapters. <laughs> fun. Me too. It's fun when like so often like we don't get the like Kyo you know, Yuki Toru generation interacting with kind of like the slightly older generation. Mm-hmm. So when we do, I think that it's really, you get really interesting results. Yeah. And that's one of the ones where it's funny. Yeah. It, it's kind of funny, like the, like the awareness each has of the other. Like we find out like in this chapter that Mayu knows a decent amount about the whole like Soma setup. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think we have some implications that she knows a bit about that also during the parent-teacher conference. I guess of... at this point she knows that does she know Tor's staying there? I don't know. I Maybe she, Yami told her yeah, something. I think she must. She must know. Being like, like I, I feel like her address has to be at the, like at the oh, on file that's... at the school or whatever. Um, I guess, but I would like. Wouldn't they think that it's her grandfather still, unless they changed it? Like I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because they kind of they call him, they call him to tell to tell Tor that her like or like their yeah. fee wasn't paid or whatever. I mean, he's still her like legal guardian. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe she changed it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I still think Mayuko knows, even if it's not official. Yeah. I like it's isn't it revealed that um Mayuko was the one who told Ayame about the parent teacher conferences mm-hmm. <laughs> in that one chapter with Ayame? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it's in like it's implied in those chapters that like she knew about his like plan to come and everything too cuz when it got like delayed she's like oh, I wasn't sure if you'd make it cuz we had to delay it and he's like I heard from Shigure. <laughs> <laughs> Does he bring her flowers? I don't yes. remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz he was asking about bringing if he should bring roses or whatever. To... Yeah, Yuki's like, no. Yeah, and he does indeed bring flowers. <laughs> of, co- of course he does. <laughs> yeah, it is. I guess it's also interesting that, like, Mayuko's relationship with Ayame is, like, set up here, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, we know it was revealed, of course, that she dated Shigure. Now we know that, like, how they know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. beyond just that, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It was kind of alluded to before. But... Yeah, we know he got the, uh, the pictures from Kana's wedding from her. Mm-hmm. I think we got more detail mm-hmm. about their friendship, which is funny, yeah. which is nice. Yeah, that is like the idea of them just still being friends while all this other drama has <laughs> happened with everyone else around them. <laughs> I feel like they're just, yeah, I don't know, they're just kind of like casual yeah. friends or something. Just like, I don't really know. Occasionally chit-chat. <laughs> and then she's probably like, oh yeah, Yuki's in my class, and he's like, oh, we're going to be best yeah. friends now. <laughs> Let me tell you about how great my brother Yuki <laughs> is. And she's like, ugh, this is the fifth time. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> or something like yeah. that. It is interesting that you pointed out that she like knows a lot about the curse, but she hasn't had any like punishments for mm-hmm. it. But then she doesn't know anything about the curse. Curse. Yeah, yeah she just like knows something bad happened, and they're all their family full yeah. of secrets she's and like, lies. Yeah, she's like just on the edge of being in the know. Like, yeah. And of course, and it's interesting that Shigeru told mm-hmm. her, as you pointed out. Yeah. He's like, well, I can't tell you everything, mm-hmm. but I can tell you that her memories are going to be erased. Yeah. And she's probably like, what the fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And she, of course, she wonders how must Notori have felt when he erased her memories, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah so like she also knows that he's the one who does the memory suppression. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it was good. I like. I was really looking forward to this when I saw this one was coming up. I was like, yay! Mm-hmm. Maiko! Yeah. I just forget it happens right here, because it's like, oh, beach arc, that's forever. And then you like, <laughs> look through, I'm like, oh, we cut away from the beach oh, for a bit, and <laughs> do all this stuff. <laughs> I always remember that it happens in the summer, because mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you look yeah. hot in that mm-hmm. suit, or like... <laughs> I can't believe you're wearing that suit. <laughs> and it is kind of like, it's just a diversion in the middle of the beach arc. So. Yeah. It's okay, next time we're going back to the mm-hmm. beach, like I said. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> For quite a long time. I feel like Yuki spends like half of the beach arc just wandering around in the woods and bumping into so much we haven't <laughs> seen in a while. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Kareno. Oh, it's Rin. <laughs> it's Rin and Akito. <laughs> That's true. Like, maybe you should stay home, Yuki. <laughs> yeah. No, Yuki drives off the plot. He's the one asking all the questions in the, the Uo's backstory one, so he's doing the same yeah. thing here. This is when Yuki starts to be more, like, proactive. Mm-hmm. Get, some, get some heavy Toru is his mother <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's intense. It's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. Lots oh, of stuff the to beach discuss. arc. <laughs> uh, it just fills me with uh, this, the love of shoujo drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We joke about how they're there forever, but there really is a lot that happens. <laughs> it's so long. Yeah. It's like two whole, almost, mm-hmm. it's two whole volumes, almost, except for that little diversion with Mayuko. Yeah. Like all of volume, all of volume 10 and 11 is at the beach. Mm-hmm. So it's the summertime. It means exciting things can happen. Yeah. When you go to new places, that's when exciting. That's why Shigure makes that comment when they go to the Lake House. And he's like, doesn't he say, like, I was hoping that, like, maybe this is the right setting for you guys to, like, have your teen romance or whatever? I can't remember exactly yeah. what it is. I'm really strongly paraphrasing it, but <laughs> that's what happens when you go to the beach. You can do things that you can't do at home, right? So yeah. Everything's legal at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> All these, like, crazy fireworks and, like, punching watermelons. Anyway, good times. Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for your notes and all comments and everything. And uh, next time, more beach. 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 <laughs> Everybody, like I said, remember, be prepared. Bring your sunblock. Bring your water bottles. Water wings. <laughs> bring your blankets. Remember to breathe while you swim. Mm-hmm. That's a hot tip. Yeah. <laughs> Breathing while swimming is important, it turns out. <laughs> okay, we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. anything like theme symbolic wise for this but i feel like it's just like a relationship mm-hmm. you know it's like straight up yeah like you can love again second yeah. chances <laughs> 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 yeah that <laughs> i was talking to uh i have a new coworker, and she said that she reads a lot and she said she reads romance novels and i was like why uh-huh. like why just like I don't know, like, why is that your favorite genre? And she's like, I just, you don't have to think about it. <laughs> it's like, I agree with you. <laughs> like, there's nothing to think about. It's just, like, pure, like, drama and whatever, so. Sometimes I'm like, I should re-ro- read some romance novels, but then I, like, start to read them, and I'm like, I'm bored now. It's like, can't these take place in space or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be down for, well, like, all the, like, trappings and tropes of a romance novel, just, like, in space or in, like, a fantasy setting or something. In a... You mean in a family without an ordinary curse? Yes. <laughs> without an ordinary family yes. curse? Just dead dragons <laughs> or curses or... Yes. Aliens, I don't know. Everything's legal at the beach. <laughs> <laughs>
all these like crazy fireworks and like punching watermelons. Yeah. I was to say you can do anything in international waters. Yeah. That's pretty close to the beach. <laughs> swim out far enough. <laughs> yeah, a mile or something like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> you can run your own pirate radio. Arg. <laughs> yes. That's what I would do if I had a pirate radio. A station boat, a lot of free time. International waters. You'd have like a pirate persona yes. to host the radio. It'd be all pirate themed all the time. <laughs> it's just like yeah. like that's the music that you play. <laughs> just plays like sea shanties over and over again. <laughs> and then like a pirate's like for me. <laughs> <laughs> Quality content, yes. just like this podcast. <laughs> in the morning. 